Pussycat. What's yeah. new, Pussycat? Chewing on my Wii remote. Uh oh, get him. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Four Jobbers podcast. Again, we do not have Brad, the ginger prick, with us this uh, this week. So it means that one of us has to fill in and introduce the podcast to you beautiful people. I am, of course, the body from Kirkcaldy. I am Jordan Deves, and I would love to introduce one of the three jobbers that we have, of course, excluding me, we have the enigmatic, the charismatic, he is double or Jason, they hate Jason, Chelsea fan, bearded freak. Jason, how are you this week? This week, I am good. That's all we needed to know. We're going to keep it short and sweet in these intros, apparently. Jason, thank you for telling me that you're feeling good. But let's move on then to our next jobber. He's wearing a beautiful shirt today. I don't know if he's painted this shirt himself, if he's been doing the living room or something and he just got some on him. I have no idea. But he is the stinky, snaky, milky, full fat, full fat, none of your vegan pish. It is the milky wax mamba, Ryan. How are you feeling? I'm well. Call me fat. <laughs> you just you took you, a sip well, as you. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I've been talking for a minute, and then you That's know, fair. you got to wet the whistle. Exactly. I'm also get that sipping on a wee brew, a little wee Rona. A wee Rona. Hope you don't get it again. That would suck. Um, but yeah, lads. I'm introducing the, the pod this week mostly because this is my week. It's AEW week. We've just all watched a... a I, I'm just going to just call it a pay-per-view. It's not a premium live event, of course, because we're not uh, WWE. Um, and we'll, we'll get into it in a little bit about what we thought about the show. But just very quickly, Wax, one of the, one of the first times you've been able to watch an entire AEW pay-per-view... What's your first thoughts? Before we dive into it later on, give us a kind of overview. Uh, first thought is, oh my God. You, you think like you're getting to a point where, okay, there can't be that much left and it just keeps going. And you know what? I'll give AW credit that at least when they fill up four and a half hours of a show, it's actual wrestling, <laughs> which is what yeah. people want to see, not marketing, you know, sprint, seven up, pish, like <laughs> WWE's twenty thousand uh, sponsorships have to each say their little little spiel, but it is long. But you yeah. know what? There were some good points. There were some less good points. Uh, I think I'll, I'll say this because it's going to come back through when we talk about it. The points where AEW tried to be WWE were bad. The points where AEW just tried to be AEW were good. And so it was a fine That's show. That's a good way to sum it up. Um, that is a, it was long. It was really long. For me, I was obviously watching in the middle of the night, and I could tell there was a problem when I was starting to see the sun poking up and folk are going to work, and I'm just still watching 
you know, three matches before the end. So, yeah, it, it was tough, but um, I think uh, overall a good show, and we'll get into the matches later on. Jason, what did you think? Long, very, 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 very long. I didn't even watch all of it because it was. It's hard to access. It's not quite as easy as WWE to access mm. it properly, and the ways I was accessing it sure. were problematic. <laughs> so then I wait. I was. I waited till after it was done to access it, and uh, I realized it wasn't actually done. <laughs> <laughs> it was still going, so I couldn't access it. <coughs> so then I think by this morning it was over, so I watched a little <laughs> bit more of it. And um yeah, it was it was long. It was it wasn't bad though, you know. Uh I don't I didn't see everything because it was too long. I I didn't get to see it right away. So everything I saw was it was like 50-50, just like what Wax said. They try to be WWE. I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were trying to be themselves. I did like it. So we'll get into it. Yep. Yeah, it's a good call. Uh, but we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But first, I think there's a, a couple of points that we need to we need to discuss from the week that was. And I'm going to hand over to that milky son of a dentist. He's full of calcium. Uh, we're going to hand over to This Wax. is the news. Exactly that. It is the news. Wax, take it away. Full of calcium. Good bones, baby. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. That was good. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, just given the amount of content we have to cover, we actually have to cover some wrestling, um, decide to limit it to three big pieces of news, or at least these, I think are the three biggest, uh, and we had to cover some WWE since this is going to be a, a, a I almost said, Hey, EW, AEW heavy, um, episode. And let's start with some AEW. William Regal was on, uh, I believe, uh, was it oral sessions with Rene Paquette mm. or was it? Mm. Yes, yeah. he was. He's... It's just called the sessions now because oral oh, sessions yeah, okay. sounded ridiculous. Well, we had to, had <laughs> yeah, I think to that wait that clean, after. didn't we? We had to sanitize it. Um, yeah. Yeah. One interesting piece, and I want to turn to Jordan for this, is that Regal mentioned three names that he was not, not hoping to sign, was about to sign. As in, this was. it seemed like this was going to happen. Close, yeah. Um, but... The company, NXT WWE, went in a different direction. These names are Daniel Garcia, Ricky Starks, and Wheeler, Utah. So, Jordan, how different would, maybe not the landscape of AEW and NXT look, but how different would things have panned out? If he's got these three young guys in still the black and gold era, let's say, where, where do you think these men's careers could have gone? No, no, it's only been a few months, but by now. Yeah, yeah. Um, great question. I, so I think if you take them individually, um, Ricky, Ricky Starks, um, he fits in perfectly in WWE. He has the, the charisma to fit in there. He has the look. He's a little bit smaller, but I don't think that would hinder him too much. Um I know that smaller guys typically don't fit in as well in, in the main roster in WWE, but particularly in NXT, he, he would be so over there. I, th I think he would do really, really well. Um, Wheeler Utah, he's not great on the mic, and there's a lot of talk in WWE. So he would need to be partnered with somebody, I think. I don't know how well he would be over because he can't talk that well 
But again, his in-ring ability is insane. So if if we're talking black and gold brand NXT, Wheeler Yuta would, would be something to watch, sure. of course. Um, in the newer era, there seems to be a lot more promo work and talking and like stuff backstage and all that crap. Um, so maybe not as much. And uh, Daniel Garcia, I know his gimmick at the minute is that he's a, a, a sport entertainer, not a pro wrestler. But that is obviously taking the piss out of the fact that he is definitely a pro wrestler. Um, I don't know. I don't, I, he's he's got a bit of both. He's that good hybrid. I think he's pretty good on the mic and he's awesome in the ring. Um, perhaps his style is a bit too tough for for WWE's programming. Um, but I would love to have seen him up against some of the guys in NXT and definitely some of the guys in the main roster. Um, Ultimately, I would say all of them would have fit in. I would say they'd all probably be in a similar place to where they are in AW in terms of the yeah. um, the pecking order. So I don't think it would have changed too much. But I do think that WWE would have fit better somebody like Ricky Starks. Uh, and and maybe maybe Daniel Garcia, although I think he's made his, his point in that he is definitely a pro wrestler and not a sport entertainer. But uh, yeah, interesting to see that they almost be, you know went that way. I mean, we, we, other than Wheeler Utah, we had the other two on Double or Nothing. Yes, and they featured very well. I was really oh, impressed yeah. with someone like Daniel Garcia, who I didn't know much about, uh, that did mm. not look out of place and was a brutal, brutal yeah. bout. But more on oh, that yeah. in a little bit. Jason, I want to come to you for this next one because once again, another week and another bit of news in the Naomi and Sasha Banks saga. It really is a saga at this point, and I know you're such a big Sasha Banks fan. Uh, They are indeed suspended without pay, we have learned, and the WWE is potentially looking at freezing their contracts, which as we know means that Naomi and Sasha both only have a couple months left. They would keep those couple months left until... They actually come back and fulfill those final months, which is a little fucked up, but I understand it. So, Jason, my question to you is, how do you see this ending between these women and the WWE? Oh, man, that's a, that's a tough <laughs> question because I don't know. The, I didn't even know that like everything you just told me is new news to me. That's why it's uh, the that news. They would have to come back and com- there so comes they have the to come back. They have to come back and complete those two months or else they're frozen from working ever again. Unless they come to an agreement on a release. I mean, but that's kind of what happened with Luke Harper. Uh, I think Mm. Pac, Ali, most likely. Uh, That's why he's back. So I imagine it's something similar. I don't know. It's it's tough because it's so one-sided, right? We haven't heard anything that I'm aware of from Sasha or Naomi. Uh, Everyone and their mother is running with a narrative. And I'm sure 95% of them know nothing. So it's just like to get clicks. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I'm not, like, if I just had a prediction, I think both of them will come back and wrestle and they will work it out. Okay. Okay. I mean, it seems like they have to at least come back and wrestle uh, before this gets One, Yeah. I think they'll, I think they will come back and, and resign. With WWE. That's a hot take at this point, Jason. That's a hot take. Like, what's the alternative? Going to AEW? Everyone's going to AEW. I could see someone like Naomi staying somewhere in, like, Impact. Uh, 
But I mean, again, there, mm. there's a million different ways this can play out. And uh, this is, again, as I said the last three times we talked about this, this is ongoing. So we will probably be back yeah. next week with Ginger I'm, Freak. I'm waiting until I hear from more. the source. Yeah. I want to hear from Naomi. I want to hear from can, Sasha. Can they really the go and say anything? Uh, you know, from the can, they can't speak at all? I, I, don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, it's true. I, I'm I don't sure. Know. They probably can't go on any show without approval. From WWE, or at least any non imagine they just broken skull sessions or type thing. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. The only thing I saw was Sasha was at like a, a concert yeah. dancing with a DJ or something. Naomi haven't seen anything. It must be really weird considering those. You know, well, that's it. She's still working. Uh, she's uh, um, she's actually in the bloodline. And and um. Now, uh, not now, uh, Sasha's husband or fiance or boyfriend or whatever still works with WWE, right? He makes the costume, the the outfits, so. the designs, the costumes, oh, yeah. doesn't he? I think so. Does he still work? Is he I suspended too? Is he? No, like, I imagine he's still. There's so many questions up to work. Yeah, the many questions, and again, like I said, we'll be back next week with whatever new curve uh, is presented in this story. And so our third piece of news, and I just want to get a quick statement from each of you on this one. We learned that WWE has officially had to move their Money in the Bank premium live event from the Allegiant mm. Stadium, which is where the NFL's Las Vegas Raiders, my Las Vegas Raiders, play football to, I believe, where we just had AEW. Uh, no, excuse me. It did not go to the T-Mobile Arena. I believe it went to the MGM Grand MGM. Arena, yeah. which is mm-hmm. a smaller venue. It's not going to compare to an American football stadium. Bad news for WWE or no, no big deal? What do you each think? Uh, I think they were I think they were overreaching with mate, trying to make this like a WrestleMania event. They should just put money in the bank back at WrestleMania. That was I would agree. I, when I liked it. But um, it appears they didn't have enough money in the bank to fill the stadium so you know i am lucky enough to be sitting here with tickets to the first uk pay-per-view for WWE in years right i'm buzzing for this clash at the castle or whatever it's called not quite sure why they're advertising Drew on the poster when it's in Wales and not Scotland, but hey, I'll, I'll, it's, it's what it is. as close as they come, I think. I think he's going to be in a dance yeah. competition. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. Um, but yeah, I'm buzzing for that. Now, I've, I had a look at the tickets, right? I have a ticket away up in the nosebleeds, right? I'm going to have to take altitude sickness tablets just to make sure that I'm able to enjoy the event, right? And my tickets were expensive. So I imagine it's the same for something like this. If you're trying to fill out that stadium... You know, there's a lot of seating, there's a lot of different prices and levels and all that crap. But if you price your um, if you price your tickets well outside of what the average person can afford, then you're not going to make those sales, regardless of how exciting your event is. Sure. I'm buzzing about this, but I, I can't afford six hundred pound to get twenty five rows back from the ring like that that's how much we're talking some of these tickets are thousands of pounds and i think particularly right now when you know the whole world is goosed the, the you know everyone's money's gone on energy and all that crap i can't afford to gas go exactly yeah, gas yeah, exactly <laughs> i can't afford to go to to rest at events um, but yeah like 
I think maybe there needs to just be a bit of a restructuring about how they advertise their tickets because it seems to be all based on packages, like travel packages and stuff. Where actually, I just want a ticket to the event. Can I not just buy that? It seems yeah. so difficult. Why do, I, why do I need to get the bus to the airport and then a hotel that you... Sp- and I know it's that, that they make more money, but ultimately, if you're going to initially book out a stadium and then you have to downgrade it to just a smaller arena, just make your prices better. Yeah. Done. That's it. I agree. Ultimately, I do think this is just a blip on the radar. I don't think it's anything indicative of a larger issue. I do agree with Jason. Either you put money in the bank back into WrestleMania Mm. and you kind of give it second billing after whatever main event you have, or make it one of the big four. The brand splits basically nothing. Do we need Survivor Series to be as big a deal as it is? I don't think so. So one of those two things, because Money in the Bank is usually a pretty fun pay-per-view. I keep saying pay-per-view, yeah. but you know what I mean. I think it, it, I think it always is. It's like Royal Rumble. I always look forward to it. Yeah. You, no matter how much they fumble it. it. It's one of those ones that no matter what happens, you're never going to yeah. predict it. You just it. want to see You're never going to predict it because yeah. it's usually, always a little bit like, what's going to happen? And even if the result might not always be exciting, the match itself, the, the mm. novelty of the match itself, because you only ever have it in this event. You don't see a random Royal Rumble happen on SmackDown the week before. No, if yeah. they start doing that, I'm done. They jump the shark. Um, same also, with Money in the Bank. It's the greatest prize in wrestling other than winning the oh, title yeah. is the Money in the Bank. It's better than winning the Royal Rumble. Because you can come out after the main event at WrestleMania and be the extra main event and win the title. Like you yeah. can do anything. Exactly. The main event and the main event. Yeah. Exactly. So that uh, is our abridged news. There's a couple other things that happened, but nothing significant enough to really take away from what was a pretty pretty packed week of wrestling. So I think I'll turn it back to Jordan for our discussion on AEW's Double or nothing. How do you want to play this, Jordan? You want to go through match by match? Do you want to go through the big stuff? Uh, what do you What do you feel in here? Let's Just skim uh, through the let, skimmers. Yeah, we'll skim, skim the, the skimmers. skimmers. Um, obviously, we're going to talk about double or nothing, and we'll go through that as best we can to give you our opinions and thoughts on that. Um, to keep you in the loop, though, we will be talking about a premium live event that we have this week which is Hell in a Cell with WWE, so we're going to do our predictions for that, although there are only about two and a half matches already, uh, but hey-ho. Uh, and then I do have some little nuggets of uh, trivia for you as well that we're going to bring to your sorry asses. Hopefully you'll be able to answer them this time, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, let's dive into Double or Nothing. Um, I did have the card up, and then I don't know, so I'll just bring it up. Um very quickly, I know that not everybody watched it. The pre-show match: Hookhausen, Hook and Danhausen versus Tony Nese oh, and Mark Sterling. Yeah, it was yes. on the pre-show. Damn, I was looking for it through the five hours of main show. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't fit it on. <laughs> they couldn't I watched fit on a it. Five-minute match. It was, um, yeah, it, it was fine. Danhausen got thrown around. He did the curse thing. Uh, Hook turned up. It was pretty cool. Everybody seems to be scared of him. It was five minutes long. It was fine. It did what it needed to do. I would like to see more from Hookhausen if they want me to actually be invested and not just build, 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 and then put them on the pre-show. Um, <laughs> but hey-ho. Um, but let's jump into the first match because I think this is the one that we're going to get a lot of chat out of. Um, yeah. The first match hmm. of the night, 
Wardlow defeats Shock Horror, MJF by pinfall. Um, that means that you know Wardberg, Wardberg now has been uh, signed by WWE officially. AEW. And, uh, oh, sorry, oh, AEW. Oh, oh, spoiler! <laughs> that would be that would be a twist. That would be wild. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my apologies, Wardlow has been signed by AEW, um, so he's no longer working for MJF. Um, what did we think, firstly, about the match, but more importantly, about the circumstances surrounding it? Because I think that's more important. The, uh, the circumstances were wild. Once again, everyone running around with their narratives real quick, real harsh. People were jumping on MJF saying, go ahead and and kiss Vince's ass, and if you want the money, you traitor. And some people were like, no, he's, he's, he loves AEW. He's never going to leave. It was just it was ridiculous, and I just wanted to sit back and see what was going to happen. Uh, I really didn't think he would no-show the match. I'm still not sure if no-showing the um, signing was, yeah. you know, part of the plan or not, but it was very effective. I, I made sure to see this match 100%. I wanted to see this. It was the first one, so I saw it live. Uh, he came out to nuclear heat, mm. nuclear heat. Mm. Good heat. Uh, he looked incredible. He's in great shape. He's like he's got that aura of the Ric Flair heel, but he's got that incredibly ripped body. He doesn't have the Ric Flair like bubble body. Leathery, yeah. um, the color scheme on his tights, incredible baby blue. Everything about his entrance and the first like five minutes of the match was a masterpiece yeah. in being a heel without actually really making contact. It was incredible. I loved it. He did the little airplane taunt. He, he was in on it. He knows what's <laughs> happening. He's always in tune. Uh, people were all sorts of different chants. It just felt special. And then it was just, okay, I get it. Okay, I get it. Okay, I get it. Okay, it's over. Okay, bye. Yeah. That's uh, a good summation a of it. A good Watch. summation. Yeah, I think um, all the, all the around-the-match stuff, if it was anyone but MJF, who, as we know, really, really plays by the rule of kayfabe, people call him a throwback, I then you it. would just say, oh, he didn't show up? That That's actually really messed up. But, but there's only this much discussion because it's MJF. And you really mm. never know how much he's playing into this heel character that he does very much carry in and out of the ring. And that was fine. You know, I always knew he was going to show up, much, uh, much like Jason said. For me, this is a match... Uh, and I said this to you guys when I watched it live, that really could have benefited from a heel commentator. Mm-hmm. I imagine how someone like Corey Graves would have played this match. How dare Wardlow betray MJF after everything he's done for him? It would just made the match a little more interesting because you knew it was going to be something like this. And it was just all these three old guys doing the ho-ho-ho, it's what he deserves. And it, the crowd made it. The crowd was great. The pops were great. Everything else fell flat. I get why it was done. It makes sense storyline-wise. And it's just, if MGF really is thinking about leaving, this is this is one way to get him out the door. I don't know. It, it just it seems like every time this guy's a big culmination, and I get it, he's the heel. He, he loses at the end of the feud, but he loses a lot in big moments. Yeah. And I'm just waiting for him to finally get that moments where he's this dominating cocky triple h evolution era heel heel and if it's not going to be an aw maybe it will be elsewhere that's all but it was a good match like doing what it needed to do i'll say that 
Yeah, uh, I think I was hoping I was hoping there would be like the way he started the match. I was hoping it might yeah. somehow go longer and be a little competitive or have little moments of, whoa, you know, maybe he'll get him. And the it's, way he poked his eyes and all the little things he was doing was so good. And then all of a sudden it's like, nah, nah, we're shutting yeah. that down. It's bang, the one bang, match bang, 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 that I wanted yeah. more shenanigans. Like when he yeah, hit the yeah, ring yeah, yeah. and he's like, ha, ha, ha. Like everyone just. That was good. I, was good. I thought it was so good. hilarious. <laughs> I just, yeah, and I you wish know what? it was more. I saw some people saying like, oh, yeah, I get that he's Mr. Kayfabe and stuff, but not showing up to the fan signing is not right. I don't give a shit. If he's if he's committed to the character that much, and sometimes he screws over the fans, good. Yeah, it was amazing. I love it. Kayfabe especially all day. especially now, where actually so a huge percentage of your character is based off what people are yeah, talking about on Twitter. Oh, like so that that's he no That's where it needs to oh, well. be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I th- I thought the match was good. I enjoyed exactly as you said. Um. The last two or three minutes of just powerbomb after powerbomb after powerbomb was obviously just a punishment, uh, or it felt that mm. way. Um, yeah, you're right, the wax. Like, I've watched AW f- for a long time now, and the three big feuds that I can think of with MJF were um, his presidential run, uh, MJF versus Moxley, which ended in him getting beat. Uh, then it was MJF, Chris Jericho, which ended in him getting beat. And now it's been this whole thing. You could say Punk with, too. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. It wasn't as long, but but yeah, it happened. He got beat. And and then again um, with Wardlow, like it's the same kind of build and then he gets beat. He, he needs something else now. The beauty of his character and the beauty of the way he plays his character is that it, it almost doesn't matter how many times he's been beat. I still believe that he could win at any time, which he did against Punk. Yes. But I think he needs something now. He needs a title, whether it be on his own, um, maybe the the um, the TNT or, or, or moving into a tag team. I don't know who he would tag with, but it's possible. He needs something. Or he leaves and he joins WWE. I don't know. I... I I genuinely don't know. I'm intrigued by him as a character, as a, a, great. a person, as a personality, whatever it is. Um, but it was a, a good start to the night, I think, in terms of the crowd. This was the perfect way to say, hey, crowd, get let's get going. This is our pay-per-view that we're going to start. Um, so, yeah, there we go. Wardlow just, defeats MJF. Wardlow's super over. What mm. will happen now that he is separated from MJF? is the question because it seems like AEW down, does down, this a down. lot they have the the, the the guy overcoming adversity and then and all we're gonna see that it story, later in the night not the right? long term yeah exactly so yeah we'll see moving on to the next match we have a 20 minute beast elite mm. versus delete the hardies versus the young bucks um an interesting match an interesting match i uh, honestly, I was concerned from about 95% of this match that there was something wrong with Jeff. There was moments in it where it genuinely reminded me of... Um, is it, in, it was in TNA, the match against Sting, where he oh, was just road to victory. Off, his, yeah, yeah. off his nut. There was <laughs> no, moments that, of that it... Was, that, it wasn't on that <laughs> level. But. No, it wasn't. No. It, it wasn't. But there's moments of it where I could see him like trying to climb a rope or trying to just I don't get think he was, in he wasn't messed up, was he? No, I don't think so. Don't I think, think it so. was just an injury or something that he caught early yeah, on. Yeah, he might have been hurt. It, I'm just watching this guy thinking, 
is he okay? Like, I did we need to stop this? Early on, or something. Yeah, like that. that was maybe maybe what maybe. it was. But yeah, just uh, so many spots were obviously set up, but were obviously elongated because he couldn't quite get there quick enough. Um, but ultimately, again, as we said earlier, you get to see the Hardys in 2022. The same as we did, I mean, the same moveset, really, as we saw in 1998. So it, it's wild uh, and it's always special. It's just a little bit slower. Um, yeah. yeah, maybe that's yeah. why the match went on a bit longer than I think it needed to. Yeah. I was just like, wow, that's got to be it. That's got to be it. Oh, no, this is actually it. Yeah, just had yeah a- the novelty of it was nice, yeah. but um, it's not my style of match, you know, especially when they were on their knees taking 100 super kicks. It's just... I don't like that. It's kind of stupid to me, but they had some cool spots. Always cool to see the Hardys, Young Bucks. It's just not my style, but I get why people like it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I kind of skimmed this match, to be honest. That's fair. I think it's it's one of those matches that ultimately it's not necessarily about the outcome at all. It's about yeah. it's just a. Yeah. It, it's a pa- you know passing of the torch. These kind of matches where you get somebody you know. But they ta- won the Hardys. They did. <laughs> yeah. No. Totally. You're absolutely right. But it's just kind of pr- like elevating the other team even yeah, if yeah. they even if they lose it doesn't matter who wins it it's just here is the, the old oh. team here is the new Uh-oh. team is he frozen i think he's frozen anyway well <laughs> while next match while that continues uh oh there he is he's back oh, he's back he's back no we're back we're back you hear me yes and we're back excellent news um yeah i was just saying it's it's the old team the new team you get to see them square off. They're so similar, but they're so different. And it's always nice to see mm-hmm. that. The, bu- the Bucks also suffer from a bit of MJF-itis. They lose in the big moments and the big matches a lot. And, um, you know, I think that's why I started off this pay-per-view saying, this is getting a little predictable for me. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see them get a win every now and then. I like them a lot. I know uh, Jason's friend, Jim Cornette, is not a fan. but nope. um, The Hardly Boys versus the Hardy Boys. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think my, my one of my favorite spots of the entire night was in that match when uh, uh, Brandon Cutler is up on the rope trying to push Jeff, and mm. he gets knocked off the top rope, falls over, and then on the apron just kind of head dives himself into the apron and then falls off. And I was like, he didn't even protect himself. He just dove headfirst into the apron. I was like, good for you, mate. Like, well done. You yeah. need some of that cool spray for on the stairs. Yeah. yeah. on the stairs was good. Like I, I don't hate them as much as Jim Cornette. I don't hate them at all. I just don't. I watch it in a different way. It's just like mm. a big spectacle. I don't really get as in, uh, engrossed in it. I'm not as invested in it. It's just like okay, cool. We, we've spoken about this when we talked about the, yeah. the older days of uh, yeah. NXT. The whole choreographed style of wrestling. Like some people love it, some people do not, and and that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, moving on, then the next match we had uh, was. I can't even remember which order things happened in this match. It was wild. Oh uh, we had Jade Cargill defeating Anna Jay uh, to retain the TBS championship. Um, we had Jade Cargill. We had Anna Jay. We had Mark Sterling. We had the debuts. We had the baddies. We had some more debuts. We had Chris Statland. Like There was so much going on. Wax, Too much. You, were, uh, yeah. you were pretty excited about a particular debut within that match. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I mean, both of them, honestly. Uh, True. 
you know, I, I think we need more pure manager characters. So seeing uh, Stokely Hathaway, a.k.a. Malcolm Bivens from Diamond Mine NXT, previously seen. Uh, so that's cool. And I think he could be a very good mouthpiece for Jade Cargo, which seems to be the role he's stepping into. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Athena Palmer is awesome. Uh, the former Ember Moon. And I think she actually comes in as a very credible threat to Jade Cargill if that's the role she's stepping into or will step into eventually or they're going to build up to. But, yeah, there, there's just too much that went on uh, in this match. We didn't need the baddies coming out. We didn't need Long John Silver coming out. We didn't need... Maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe Smart Mark could have come out, done the crutch thing, Jade kind of ignores him. Out comes Stokely. Then you get all the, the, the shenanigans at the end. The baddies can come out after. Statlander can come out after. And then, boom, Athena. So just something like that. And, you know, you never thought yeah. Jade was going to lose this match. So at least it would have still given some intrigue to this match. But mid-match, it was too much. Yeah, it was. there was just a lot going on. I, I'm... Anytime I see Chris Statlander, I'm like, yes, because she is so good. Um, and I, I love watching her perform. She's just class. We just don't see enough of her, I think, just now. But then when she came out, I was like, this is awesome. Like, we're going to get Jade versus Statlander again. It's going to be brilliant. She, she's going to take the title off her. If there's anyone that can do it, it's definitely her. And then we get a debut, and I'm like, oh, well, you've just no sold Chris Statlander then. Like, she, she couldn't handle this on her own. The bigger person in that few so that was a shame but yeah again it was nice to see athena um or just to get another character in the women's division because i think there is some um you've got some bigger talent there and you've got some newer undeveloped talent in in the women's division you the mid card needs to be built out a little bit at the minute and i think with people like that potentially either mid card or, or or otherwise it's definitely helpful I think I haven't I didn't see every single match like I said but this is definitely definitely the worst match of the night. It was a cluster muck. It was even even if you take away all the um the you know the people coming out, it was clunky between the Anna J um and uh Jade Cargill. Uh this is the first I think this is the first full match I've seen of Jade Cargill. And it started off great. Her entrance is epic. The song is perfect. She looks perfect. She's big time, superstar. And then they started wrestling, and I was like, ooh, it's a little bit clunky. It's like, ooh, a little bit bad timing. Even the ending was like, they were basically like talk, like having a conversation up at the top rope, like, all right, let's go now. Like, yeah. It was just, it was bad. All, all, the, yeah. all the crap and the, the interference was so hokey, WWE garbage. Yeah, I, this was really disappointing because I was excited to see like Jade destroy Anna, who looks like mm. she should be cracked in two by Jade instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. this was just this did nothing for nobody. And even like I said, maybe me and Ryan disagree, but Athena's mm-hmm. debut just seems so like you said lost here amongst all these trees, like all these amazing competitors. And she comes <laughs> out and she's like a feet three feet shorter than Jade, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna beat you up. So like, okay, I, uh, I don't you've, know. You've I, got I, none of this entire... did anything for me. You've got the entire audience looking at the ring, trying to work out what's yeah. going to happen. You've got Stoke, do Stokely, Chris Statler, the baddies. Everybody's looking over at the ring and seeing what's going on. And then suddenly somebody's yeah. music's playing and you're like, well, hang on a it minute. Was... Who's who's that? I'm, I'm watching what's happening in the ring or am I supposed to be focusing up there? 
too yeah. much. It just spoiled it. I think the it only was all point, just for that. Yeah, well, that's it. I think the only point I disagree is that that, that that's where I found it enjoyable is because I think I got pretty quickly, and I'm not saying that you guys didn't. I think for me, I'm able to kind of accept more that, yeah, this whole thing was really to, A, yeah, to a lesser extent, introduce Stokely, but to debut uh, Athena. That, like, that was the point of this whole thing. It, Anna Jay was never going to win this match. There's, there was no build to this. There was, there was nothing there. And you could see they had, they had no chemistry in the ring. It's not something that was rehearsed. No, it was the bad. whole point of this yeah. was to give Jade that challenger mm. in, the, you know, in the distance, which is, which is Athena. Yeah. And that, that I'm okay but, but with that. It's it set up like a three on three, right? Exactly. Like, oh, us three it, versus you three. Maybe that's how it starts. Three three. But yeah, I hope it, it does pretty soon become Jade versus Athena because yeah. I think, or or Jade versus. I'm Chris, down to see. I'm know, down like, to watch that. Yeah, mm. yeah, I'm down to watch Take that. either of that. Um, Let's move on. Um, our next match. Um, my my favorite thing about this match is not the match. It's not the anything about the the pay per view whatsoever. It's the way that Jason described it in our chat. He just said, I heard people say that Castle Dark versus other Lucha guys was the best match. <laughs> uh, that is the best way to describe it. I thought you were talking this. about a different match, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, I, thought, like, so I forgot that it's Castle pa- Dark. It's Pac and it's Penta and uh, yeah. the uh, guy that broke his arm. House of Black uh, defeated Death Triangle. Again, anytime you put these group of guys in the ring together i mean this was a match that very was tight, to, it was tight. Uh, oh yeah it's clean this is a match it, it, that's a supposed to cl- happen in february i think but there was an injury so they had to yeah. delay right. it and they it was a luchasaurus the broke his arm right ray broke, phoenix uh, ray phoenix, ray phoenix arm? Yeah. yeah 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 uh um, i was really impressed by buddy I never really got a huge Body's chance good. to see him wrestle in uh, WWE through no fault mm-hmm. of his own. But my God, I was always like going back to him because I know what Ray can do. I know yeah. what Alistair, uh, sorry, Malachi Black can do. I know what Pac can do. I know to a lesser extent what Penta. I don't know Brody King that well. He was pretty good too. But Buddy, I'm like, wow. I always thought this guy was just oh, kind man. of a, not jobber, but. I mean, well, we saw, him as King a, was lucky. we saw him as like a secondhand a cruiserweight guy. Like, yeah, that was he it. was. No, I, he, he's he's incredibly ripped, and he can go. Yeah. He is. Good. I Some would watch him spots. and Pack wrestle. Yeah. For yeah, they're, they're kind of similar, like just these small, yeah. insanely ripped guys. Man made of yeah. muscle with zero body fat. Yeah, just muscles. <laughs> Some of the spots in that match were just absolutely Insane. wild. There was a moment where I'm pretty sure it's um, Ray Phoenix is in the ring and he's he's taking on everybody as he does, and somehow. He, I'm actually trying to work out how this happened. Somehow they managed to get Malachi Black onto the shoulders of Buddy Murphy, and then Ray Phoenix kicks the legs out of Buddy Murphy, who then unintentionally uh, power bombs Malachi. And I'm mm. like, I've never seen anything like that. That's that's wild. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> it didn't feel like a spot fest either, and I was no, worried a little bit. No, because it was tight. It was, it's, it was it's tight. so seamless. It's, it's so, so well seamless. done. Like it rehearsed well. It, Best, for me, it was, it was the it was, best was, wrestled match of the night. Yeah. It, it, again, we've seen these guys in the ring, if you watch the AEW product, quite a bit in different you know, iterations and things. And I, Again, they've, they've kind of given this a little bit of WWE because I've seen all of these guys face the other three in singles matches for the last little while, but it doesn't feel stale. It doesn't feel stale because there's always something new every single match. And 
yeah, eventually getting there. And then, of course, we get the end, which was a, a new member, essentially, of the uh, the House of Black. Mm. Again, they've been teasing it for a long time. Julia Hart, formerly, I guess, of the uh, Varsity Blondes, she was black misted right in her eyes. And uh, she seems to be part of uh, the House of Black now. So, again, a, a schmoz end. But it but worked. Not one, not yeah. one that I'm upset with. It, it makes no. sense in in the story, I guess. I think the only reason it felt a little bit off, perhaps for some people, was because of the injury. They've had to elongate this story out a little bit, and actually, that maybe should have happened a couple of months ago. But hey ho, at least a good match. It, you know? Yeah, exactly. They, they stuck with it, and I'm I'm happy with that. I'm interested to see what House of Black do next. Um, it feels like House of Black are kind of becoming what the Dark Order were before Dark Order became a bit comical. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, in the interest of time, let's move on. We have our next yes. two matches yeah, are the men's together. and women's final for the uh, Owen Hart Foundation tournament. Uh, we had Adam Cole defeating Samoa Joe. I'm going to say it's clean. You can argue otherwise. Uh, and then Britt Baker defeating Finish. Ruby Soho. Um, what did we think overall of these two matches? I think Adam Cole was the right decision. I think Britt Baker was the wrong decision. Uh, I would completely agree with that. Uh, Britt is already super established, Britt. super over, can get back into the... You know, I know that the Owen Hart tournament winning that is just its own reward but i always kind of still think of it in a wwe way where it's like the goal here is to put somebody new over to, yeah. to give someone a push and whereas adam cole and samoa joe both don't need a push so whoever won that match i think would have been fine with me someone like ruby could have absolutely benefited a lot more from mm. winning this but they were never going to do that because then you have adam and Britt standing next to yeah, martha yeah. hart uh so it is what it is, but uh, yeah, I yeah. Agree, Jason. I Adam Cole winning this match made perfect sense for me. Again, I I liken this to um, Triple H winning King of the Ring around about the time of him taking over DX. Right, that made sense because it was just elevating him to be the leader of a faction, which is exactly what's happening here. We've got the undisputed elite where Kenny is out just now and. Cole is pushing to be the, the kind of he the head of that entire faction, which I'm guessing will eventually lead to a feud between those two when he's back. But Most Adam likely. Cole winning this makes perfect sense. Of course it does. And the fact that he beat Joe to, to get there, wow, that's insane. Um, David versus Goliath. So it, it, yeah. that's class. Yeah, you're right. Britt Baker... Yeah. yeah, fine. Good match. I enjoyed it. Seeing Rancid playing uh, Ruby yeah. Soho out must have been pretty cool. Um, that was very cool. Don't love that it ended with a roll-up also. Um, that that second one. but Yeah, it was... The match was good. It wasn't great. And then, obviously, the, the whole bit after, just it was very long. You know, we talk about the length of the pay-per-view. This whole sequence after, it, was, it felt like it took an eternity. But again, yes, it was fine. It was fine. Um, if there's nothing else to talk about there, let's move on. Uh, American top team, uh, Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, and Paige Van Zandt uh, defeated Ooh. Frankie Kazarian, Sammy Guevara, and Ty Conte. Another uh, pish of the night contender. 
Yeah, yeah it wasn't true. great. Um, I was really excited to see Paige Van Zandt in the ring because she's been teased for uh, for AEW for quite a while. But kind of afterthought in this, eh? It it wasn't great. Um, I think yeah. they put her in, and Ty Conti didn't. I, what she should have done is make her look good, and and she didn't do that. Um, I don't think she was willing to give much away. The best moment of this is uh, watching uh, watching Sammy stick an entire shoe into uh, Ty Conti's mouth. His girlfriend's face. Um, <laughs> she ate all of it. Like, she, yeah, credit you know, she was destroyed. Like, it was wild. But yeah, the match was it was okay. And I think ultimately it just put a nice little bow on this pish that's been happening between them passing the title back and forward. Now they can't do that. So it means that we're actually going to get to see yeah. Scorpio Sky do something with that title. I learned later that that was part of the gimmick. Uh, and that, that kind of makes it even more weird for me that they also chose this match to debut Paige in. Mm. Because again, like I was under the impression, and, and again, I missed the buildup, of course, because I, I, don't, I don't watch week to week. Um, but usually, and again, maybe I'm thinking too WWE here, when you have someone making their first wrestling match, the goal is to put them over yep. and have them get the fall. And so when Paige did not get the fall and Scorpio did. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's weird. And then I learned that, okay, there's, there's some TNT pish happening and I, I get yeah. it. But then two separate matches, stick one of them on rampage, even like this didn't yeah. need to be on no, double or nothing. I agree. I would rather see them actually put him in a match for the TNT title somewhere. Um, Sammy, uh, too good for this pish. Agreed. Mm. At the minute, I would disagree, but again, you don't like Sammy. I I like his ability. I don't like his gimmick, but maybe that's exactly what he wants me to think. Filthy yeah. Spanish god. It's Schrodinger's <laughs> Sammy. It's either you, if you like it, then it's good. It's what he wanted, and if you don't yeah. like it, then the, he doesn't want you to like it either. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> good call. Um, moving on, a match I didn't know was happening. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly defeated Darby Allen. Because, uh, again, Kyle O'Reilly in the ring is always impressive. Darby is always going to throw himself th into a steamroller or whatever. Fine. It was an okay match. It didn't need to be anywhere near this card. It didn't even need to be on the pre-show. I don't know why we had it. It just seemed to fill out 10, 15 minutes of my time. It was a match. Let's move on. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> Glad Thunder Kyle Rosa, won. yeah, exactly. Thunder Rosa defeats Serena Deeb uh, to retain the uh, AW Women's World Championship. Um, I'd be interested to get your thought on this, Wax, based on the fact that you predominantly watched WWE's product. Based on the women's division there, what did you think about this? Oh, this is great. You know, um, just the way that they kind of structure a women's match in AEW versus how they structure it in WWE, you can already tell they give a lot more respect to the agency, I guess, of the women in the match in AEW. Mm. Like, I don't know Thunder Rosa super well, but I came away being a fan of hers because I, I just was blown away by what she was able to do. And Serena, I heard her kind of worked shoot, so to speak, uh, the week before. You guys talked about it, so I went back and watched it. And that enough was 
was was that alone i mean was enough for me to just be invested in the match again i hope thunder doesn't suffer from the okay the big storyline was for her to win the title now we don't really know what to do with her that she's holding it but this was a very good match uh i i think wwe should be watching this and taking some notes because this is how you build a solid women's match not feud but match and it's a wrestling match it's not a women's wrestling match it's a wrestling mm, match featuring mm. women which i liked yeah the antithesis cool. of jade cargill's match yes <laughs> basically it's exactly what it the other match should breathe, have let it play yeah. out no bullshit yeah, yeah so it was good nope absolutely um let's move on then to the wildest weirdest craziest <laughs> most mental ridiculousness sudden. i've ever seen in my life um i've I, and this is uh, i've watched some wild things in my time uh and if i go back the last couple of years i've even seen the stadium stampede matches that have preceded this but anarchy in the arena match where the jericho appreciation society defeated uh the blackpool combat club and a bunch of other people um what the f- f- what the hell was this match? Like, I feel Should, like um, I didn't see it. Should I go back and watch it at some point? Is, was it good? I think you should watch it. You should. I you don't should. know if it's, you'll like it, Jason, no, just given what I know about spectacle. It's, it's, it's definitely a spectacle. It's one of I, those matches that yeah. it's not necessarily... Um, it's not necessarily about the match or about the outcome or about certain moments. It's just... I've never seen anything like this. I've never watched a match where the entrance music has just continued throughout the match. I didn't like that. Why why did that happen? But but then it seemed like the only reason they did it was to get the spot where Jericho breaks the sound. Like, it's such a weird... uh, I looked away for a minute to pick up my beer and then start drinking it. I looked back and Matt Menard or whatever is covered in blood from head to toe and mustard up his arse. And I'm like... Why is this a thing? What is going on here? Yeah, you know, it's, it's it, wild. It's definitely spectacle, but it's one of the better spectacle type matches I've seen. You know, there, there's no okay. way you're going to get a clean, organized match from something like this. That's never the point. But I think the mm-hmm. way they did it is they mitigated that as much as they could. There was still a story, yeah. which I found was actually interesting, mm-hmm. uh, even in all that chaos. The moves were good. You know, I, I got newfound respect for some guys like Jake Hager. I didn't realize Jake yeah. Hager took those spots. Daniel Garcia, I didn't know him much at all. Santana and Ortiz, same thing. Obviously, our, our local boys, Jason 2.0, were representing. I know Mox is basically a glorified stuntman uh, in yeah, some yeah, cases. Yeah. Uh, same with Eddie. Uh, but just, yeah, yeah. Uh, the way Jordan said it, it's, it's nothing I've ever really seen before. I don't even know quite how to how to really summarize it's, it's it. It's very difficult to summarize this match. I, the, my only criticism was, and this is based purely of the fact that I wanted to see certain moments, the camera cut so quickly between things. There were obvious spots that were set up, and I missed them yeah. because the camera cut to something, and then by the time it went back, I, I saw something else. They did replay a lot of that so even if you did miss it you would get it but i felt like 
because there was no structure whatsoever, there was a lot that I missed and they had to recap it as I was watching the match. Um, mm. But again, like, you're watching this thinking, what the hell? How is this possibly going to finish? And if I'm honest, I'm surprised that Jericho, I mean, it was Jericho and Hager defeat um, Brian Danielson. You know, it's it's not like it's, you know, um, one of one of the the lesser lackeys gets beat. It, it's it's Brian himself. Um, granted, it was a what a, a technical not a technical knockout, technical submission, or yeah. I don't know what you would call it. But it was so well orchestrated towards the end that all the other stuff that I felt like I was concerned about during the match, I didn't really care about because this final moment in the ring was great. I loved it. Really enjoyable. Jason, go and watch it. 23 minutes of your life. You won't regret it. It, it, it's you, worth it won't watch. feel like 23 minutes. It, no, it does it go by It's so quick-paced. Everything's going. And I think this was the point, the point of the night where, or the morning, where I was starting to flag. And then the minute this hat started going, I was like, what the hell? My energy just came back. So <laughs> definitely worth it. But again, let's move on. Um, our second last match of the night, a three-way tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Um, surprisingly, in my opinion, Jurassic Express uh, retaining against Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland uh, and Team Taz. Um, Wax, you said that you were... Uh, <laughs> dropping it in. Dropping it in. Yeah, get it off. We don't have time for that pest, Jason. Yeah. Um, no, you'd say that you were surprised that this had gone that way. Is is that because you are a, a fan of Keith Lee and, and Swerve Strickland or just the way that the match developed it didn't seem like it was going to go that way? Or I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of Keith and Swerve. Uh, I don't like the name Swerve in my glory, so I hope that's not what they're going with. Uh, but mm, they seem yeah, super over. I'm, of course, going to have a soft spot for people I've watched before and felt like they got a raw deal from WWE, that's and fair. both of those guys most certainly did. Um, mm -hmm. I, I also think Jurassic Express, and I haven't even watched them consistently week after week, is getting a little long in the tooth. Uh there, there was some rumors of Christian turning heel a little bit. And, and the saber yeah. tooth. Yeah, along oh. the saber tooth. There we go. Glad you caught that, Jason. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't know. Again, maybe it's my WWE brain coming in, and I'm not used to people just holding titles for a long time anymore, or it's a rarity. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're in the middle of one of the longest uh, WWE title reigns yeah, ever. But um, yeah. still, I guess just... If you're aimless when you're a champion, it's kind of hard to stay invested. And, and I don't know. I would have liked to see something go a little different. I also really liked Ricky Starks, especially. Um, Ricky I like Starks. What, yeah, I like what Taz adds to commentary also. He doesn't just mm. mark out for his guys. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs, he's okay. I, I didn't really notice him very much. I, either one of those teams I would have been happy with winning. So we'll see. It's see. I I think there's probably more to be said with with one of these tag teams. Um, I, I love the spot with Swerve, basically doing a s slingshot moonsault off of Keith Lee's big belly. 
Uh, yeah, that was yeah, great. Class. Yeah. <laughs> it was a fun it's match. The fact that he, he like winks and you know gives a wee point to the camera just before he does it as well. Like yeah, it, there was someone the, in the, the crowd who did like a oh my god or something like that. Yeah, I don't know if that yeah. was Keith himself or was that was some just someone picked up on the hot mic. But uh, you know what? Tag team wrestling can be hit or miss. Uh, but good tag team wrestling, when it's yeah. good, it's very good. I think they did well. Um, particularly three way tag matches yeah. can be like i've never really understood the idea of having three tag teams but only two people in the ring at the one time why would you ever tag in the other person well, exactly you would just stay away from that corner so they can't tag in ever yeah i've never understood it but actually it seemed to work pretty well in this match i quite enjoyed it um let's go last match here we are cm punk our new AEW champion. He defeated yep. Hangman Adam Page. I'm going to t- say my piece as quickly as I can. I did not care about Hangman Adam Page defeating um, Kenny Omega to win the title. Uh, when he did, it was a nice moment. And I thought, that's great. Uh, I'll be excited to see what he does after this. He did nothing. I was not enthused by his reign whatsoever as AEW uh, champion. He had some defences, but I didn't really love what he was doing. Like The matches were always good. His his performance is always great, but his story, I wasn't buying it, so I didn't like it. Um, I know I'm wearing this t-shirt today, but I can tell you (laughs) I, I, I was actually more of a Adam Page mark in the last five minutes of that match than I have been for the last five months. And I was gutted when he lost. It, I, I, I did not want CM Punk to win that title. And I don't really understand why. But I didn't want it to happen. Well, because no one cares about Adam Hangman Page. That's why. No, I'm not <laughs> going to say no one. Obviously, there's a lot of he has a lot of fans. But like me, who's a casual AEW viewer is happy that we have a real world champion representing the company now. Was the match perfect? No. Did CM Punk lose twice? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> the ref yeah. should have counted three. Tw- like At least it was pretty egregious, but whatever. Uh, he also messed up a buckshot, made it a suck shot, Larry, and he fumbled down and fell. <laughs> and it, it was pretty bad. Uh, the, it, but overall, the, you know, it was a good performance, good match. I wasn't super invested in it because I haven't been following Adam much he's kind of bland maybe he'll become so maybe this will fuel like you know fuel something new in him um because mm. he just i don't know what it is about him i really don't because like he, he's a great worker he, he puts on great matches but he doesn't captivate you cm punk yeah. i think will now captivate us because he could do anything and i know he's been a little bland too he's been on like the reunion tour but uh i think now he's gonna dig in and maybe become a heel maybe become more evil become more charismatic become more everything he's gonna be like super punk hopefully um and i'm happy that he's he, he belongs at the top he belongs at the top maybe you could say it's too soon you can say this you can say that whatever it's done adam hang is best thing for it's the best thing to happen for adam because now he can chase and he's a good chaser and people love to see him chase so maybe he'll continue to chase we don't know but i'm just happy i'm looking forward to watching uh, AEW next week to see what CM Punk has to say, what he does, who wants to fight mm-hmm. him, what happens. If it was Adam Page again, I'd be like, yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, I really hope it's not. Yeah. As much as I 
was upset about how the match went down at the end. Yeah, I don't want um, Hangman to, to jump straight back in. I would like to see somebody fresh. But did but, you but find who? that it was kind of booked like WWE title matches or just like any kind of title match? It was, all right, we got to do each other's finishers. There's got to be multiple finishers. There's going to be this. It's just going through the checklist, yeah. and then all of a sudden it was over. Yeah. I'm really sick of that. So sick of it. You got to yeah, respect it, the finishers, and it seems like AEW yep. is falling into this too. Um, like I said in, in our messages, guys, uh, Punk Champ doesn't do much for me personally. No. <laughs> I totally understand from a marketing and like selling perspective why you do it. You spend all this bringing him back after what, like almost a decade of him being away from wrestling, period. Of course, you're going to make him the champ. And I'm sure he's going to have a pretty solidly long reign. Um, no. And I, I also wonder who would be next in line to challenge him. Is it someone like Kenny? Is it, is it Danielson at some point? Is it whomever? Yeah. But I will probably be cheering for that person <laughs> to beat. Yeah, CM you want to see him get beat, I think, that right? Person is. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's something. I, this I is the he he because it's CM Punk. He doesn't need the title at all. But and I think it. he's the perfect. He's the perfect. Um, I don't want to say placeholder champion because that's not what I mean. He'd be a catapult champion. He, yeah, yes, that's it. That's exactly what it, he's the perfect champion to hold that for somebody and even just two or three months. Maybe I Wardlow. don't think it needs to be longer than that. Wardlow, there's a there's Wardlow a destroys great Interesting. Woo. That that be interesting. that's insane. I yeah, I just worry insane. they'll try too hard to make CM Punk a heel, and he's one of those guys who he's just too popular i don't know maybe the fans will yeah. get on with it and they'll just they'll boo him because they know they're supposed to boo him yeah out of respect it, it for depends. what he's doing but boot him in the match they... yeah. well because enough people love hangman hangman but yeah. if he goes up against a, I don't know an adam cole and he's the heel in that it's feud for whatever same. reason yeah. they're still gonna cheer punk i have confidence that punk can get people to hate him because I think he's really good at that, and I think he could do it. Oh, again. he's very good at it. Yeah. I'm just curious if the crowd is getting a little, like, especially in AEW, the crowd is just getting a little too smarky. Sorry, William Regal, I know you don't like those words, smarky. but uh... overall, a good pay per view, a long pay per view, just like a review of it. Um, but but a, a, a good pay per view, I enjoyed it. Um, final ratings before we move on. Uh, I mean, seven point three. Seven point three. Seven point three from Wax. I I mean, it's not fair to me to. I'll rate whatever I saw. I missed a couple matches. Uh, I give it a seven. A solid seven. Solid seven. Yeah. Jason, I will come back to you after you've watched the Anarchy in the Arena match, and let's see if that changes your. I think that match alone can bump you up. Can bump. I think it'll bump up a point or two. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Yeah. A, a good pay-per-view i'm glad yeah. i'm glad you uh you were able to tune I, in i would have enjoyed it'll... it more at the three hour mark yeah i'm Maybe tired of these long pay-per-views but like <laughs> i get people want the payday the pay-per-view payday yeah, and all that mm-hmm. but like should we sacrifice the quality of the product to just get people paid like i don't want to take money out of people's pockets but i hate when the discussion turns to that i'm just i'm here to critique what's on tv what what we're presented yeah. don't start saying well you know what? not want to get paid oh everyone just get paid everyone get a match like you know, like 
I, I don't like when it's this long and, and, and stuff gets lost in the shuffle and then like, and then you're not up for certain matches that might've got a better reaction. And it just gets long in the saber tooth. Like, uh, Rowak said, like, you gotta cut it, cut it down and make these matches mean something yeah. more. And, and it's just like, you just feel like you went through a marathon and then you're trying to remember what you watched. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't exactly. like that. Half exactly. of these, half of these matches could have been on a dynamite. Yeah, yes, I agree. I, I can think yes. of at least four or five. Put it on dynamite and still Ultimately, give them the pay per view payday. <laughs> serious yeah. blood feud or titles—that's what your pay per views are for. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Other than that, keep keep it away from it. Yes. Um, let's move on. Before we go through our little predictions, because I'm sure it'll just take a little minute or two, let's dive straight in to our ding ding round two of the head-to-head jobber trivia. Um, that is right, we have some some trivia from the beautiful book that is the, whatever this is. Um, and I'm, I have some questions for you in the same format as we did last week. Um, I have two questions for Wax and two questions for Jason. Um, and I will give you the answers to said questions after I have asked them, okay? Um, so, let's dive in to question number one. Remember, the scores on the doors at this moment in time from last week are nil-nil, or as we say in Scotland, scud-scud. Um, so let's go with um, let's go with wax first. Wax, my question to you, my friend. No way out two thousand featured Triple H defending the world title against who? Now, you, you, you seem to I, I think I know this. I think. Okay, I, I, do you know what? I was going to give you a lifeline of making it easier, but if you think you know it, I'm, I'm going to let okay. you... <laughs> I'm gonna let you give me the answer. I, what do you I might think? Be, who, who was it? I might be confusing this with another pay-per-view, but is it Scott Steiner? So it's No Way Out 2000 no. featured Triple H defending Jason the world no. title. Right. I got mixed up against... somewhere else. <laughs> I'm feeling generous tonight because we need some points in the board. Two thousand. Two thousand. Too early. I'm going to give in. you because this is gen- t- to be fair to your credit. The book does give an A, B, and C, okay? Ah, okay. So I will give you an A, B, and C. I retract my answer. Yeah. Now, this pretty much gives away the answer, but here we go. Uh, No Way Out 2000 feature Triple H defending the world title against A, Cactus Jack, B, (laughs) Mankind, or C, Dude Love. Oh, well. Oh no. Which face was it? I'm not sure if this makes it harder or easier. It kind of mm. makes it harder. So here we go. So you're, you're A, B, and C. A, Cactus Jack. B, Mankind. Or C, Dude Love. I'm between two. Uh, I'm going to get this wrong. Mankind. He's gone Mankind. Um, That's not right. <laughs> Jason, your subsequent question then. What type of match was it? I have three answers. Was it A, a ladder match? 
B, a Hell in a Cell, or C, a no disqualification match? I'm going to say Hell in a Cell. He's going for a Hell in a Cell. B, a Hell in a Cell. It absolutely would. And that is because it is. Um, Unfortunately, Wax, you were wrong. Uh, In No Way Out 2000, Triple H defended the world title against Cactus Jack in a Hell in a Cell match. That means that Jason is... Wrong oh. Hell in a Cell match I had in my head. And, Wrong they, and they also fought at Royal Rumble 2000, I believe. There we go. What a guy. He's, he's watched his old trivia. Again, that question, I thought it was good. I thought it was being pretty easy on you. You kind of jumped in there a little bit earlier, and I thought you maybe knew it. But well, Triple H did face Scott Steiner at... Uh, it's true. It's true. I think no it was 2002. Out. I got the year wrong. It was 2002. Yeah. 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 Let's move on to our next set of questions then. Um, here we go. Let's go with um, let's go with Jason first on this one. Jason, who defended the WWE crown in a six-man Hell in a Cell at Armageddon two thousand? Crown. The title. That's the way the the question is worded. But who defended the title? Oh, in a six-man Hell in a Cell at Armageddon true. 2000. It's damn true. It's Kurt Angle. So you believe that Kurt Angle defended the title And Rikishi Hell fell in a Cell onto Armageddon. a truck off the top. It, and Undertaker was in it. Triple H was in it. Stone Cold was in it. The Rock was in it. But somehow, Kurt Angle Say no emerged. more. Say no more. Oh, I did. I ruin it? Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy he just he goes on he goes on I've told him to shut up three times he keeps going I want, I want those points what? I want those points the, the second question was although Kurt Angle defended that Wax who won said Hell in a Cell match well, well Kurt Angle won he absolutely did <laughs> I'll give you that point well, I didn't say who won I didn't say who won right did I oh no I did <laughs> Yeah, you did. <laughs> you said who? You almost said who refereed it. You said what city it yeah. was in. You said everything yeah. basically. Yeah, about Whoops! It. Once I get going, I can't stop. Well, do you know what? I, your knowledge is. is I knew that is, answer anyway, Jason. Yeah, so yeah. I think you knew. Your because, knowledge because is not to be. It's remember, you remember it's, it's it because a, all the it was. Stacked. I remember. And then you're like Kurt Angle. Yeah, was fan. A, he actually came out with it. Like, wait, like, wow. And then I'm like, came Rikishi's out in this match. Rikishi was in it. He had the most memorable moment. He did. Absolutely. So there you go. Both Hell in a Cell related, leading into our Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, sorry, premium live event uh, that we have oh, coming run through that quick, eh? shortly. Um, so let's run through that card pretty quick. But that was our trivia. Thank you for being involved. That does mean that at the end of this, Jason has come out victorious uh, with a 2-1 defeat over the waxy calcium filled freak i'm sorry wrong wax, face but of foley wrong face that's of it the wrong He's face actually of foley. in montreal tonight doing a comedy show what oh. and yeah. and yet you're sitting talking to me i'm, I'm sorry dedicated. About that. dedicated there you go what a jobber um there we are let's move on let's predictions for hell in a cell jason let's Anyone get into the hell in a cell card let's breeze yeah. through it lube it up and slide it out real quick 
Um, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins for the 400th time, this time in a Hell in the Cell. Who do you think will win? Let's start with Wax. I think Cody goes for the hat trick here, and that puts an official end to this feud, and Cody and Seth both move on to do something better. We've had enough of this. It's a good feud, but let's move on. Jordan. Um, I, just because I want to mix it up, I'm going to go, oh no. Yeah, I'm going Seth. I'm going Seth. I want to go Seth too, because losing three in a row is wild, but then it doesn't make sense for Cody to lose the biggest, best it match. Doesn't. So no, I'm going it Cody. It doesn't. Clean sweep. You're going Cody. Cody. Because okay. he's, he's the cover star. He's the main attraction. He's the, he's the man yeah. on Raw. He's the, the, he's the, the head man. of the table It doesn't for make Raw. sense for... Yeah, it doesn't make sense for him to lose, but I'm going Seth because I can't have Seth lose again. It's ridiculous. So, All right, the women's championship match. It was supposed to be Asuka versus Bianca Belair, which would have been great, but then they wanted to pigeonhole be, uh, Becky Lynch back into it with some stupid match on Raw. So now it's a triple threat, Bianca Belair versus Asuka versus Becky Lynch. Who's going to take it? the body? Uh, Bianca retains. Safe but effective answer, Waxman. Yeah. You know what? Also, in the interest of mixing it up, I'm going to say Oscar. But yeah, way to ruin a, a really interesting match by uh, making it a triple threat. But I'll say Oscar. Yeah. I'm gonna no go with. Um, I can keep it safe and keep it Bianca. I don't want to see her lose, so I'm gonna go with Bianca. Bianca. It's Bianca. Fine. I think she'll Asuka. win, but uh, yeah. And then we got Kevin Owens versus Elizacal Ezekius. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. <laughs> uh, and by the way, shout out I mean, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Great back and forth. I think it was on, yeah, on SmackDown. They were hilarious together going back and forth mm. uh, as they're always class. So let's ask Wax who's going to win, Kevin Owens or Ezekiel? Uh. This strikes me as a match that Ezekiel is set up to win. Um, okay. Yeah, I you? thought I had more to say. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the body. Uh, yeah, Ezekiel. Elias. I'm going to go with Ezekiel, Ezekiel too, and I'm going to say Elias comes out, interferes, and gives his brother the win. That oh. would be mental if they managed <laughs> to do that somehow. If they had like a lookalike or something, if, like yeah. If this was if this was Thunderdome era, it would work. Yeah, it would. would. Like, they just they'll find a way to make it work. The same in the same picture. No. Yeah. Now, for the match no one asked for, Bobby Lashley versus Omos and MVP, the body, who wins? It's two on one match. Okay. Yeah, it's a two on one handicap match. I mean, is it in a Hell in a Cell? I'm. There's only one hell in this no. one. Okay. Only one. Good. There should I'm only gonna be one. I'm gonna go Bob. I'm gonna go Bobby. Bobby. Waxy. Bobby. Dang it, Bobby. Bobby. You're gonna win. <laughs> I'm going almost and MVP. I think they, uh, you know, Bobby could take another loss and almost needs a win. Only uh, one title match on this uh, on this event. Eh? Um. Oh, and here's like so just in case this happens. Hell in the Cell predictions? Undisputed time. Okay, that already happened. This is old. Finn Balor and AJ Styles versus Damian Priest and Edge. 
You think that's gonna happen? Oh, yeah, that didn't get announced. That might get announced, honestly. Who do you Raw think wins that? I go yeah, as we've... Priest and Edge. At a certain point, the losers have to stop losing, right? I will say Balor and AJ Styles. Really? Hmm. If that match happens, although yeah. if Liv's in it, then obviously she'll lose. Oh so. no, Liv has <laughs> possibly her own match versus Rhea Ripley, and that obviously Liv laugh lose will lose. Yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, AJ can't lose again. This is getting silly. You know, so it is. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm going with that. They are. We have a pay per view coming up, and the, it's not even set, and there's a week left. This is ridiculous. This is stupid. What's going on, guys? How do you Come get? On. How do you build things up? How do you? You know, it's like I think it's one of those ones that ultimately were. Um, you know, we we're a week before. I don't mind there being last minute matches from like a go home show. This is like I half the show is last that. minute. But this that's it. Like we there's gotta be more than four matches, surely. They're gonna put another hell in the cell, right? Th- they always put at least two. You'd imagine so. I would think if we- they do Edge and Priest versus oh. AJ and Balor, they maybe do a tag team hell in a cell. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the, one of the predictions was RK Bro versus Usos Hell in the Cell for the Undisputed Tag Team Championships. Is Randy still hurt, though? I guess that could happen. Or is that fake? Randy's out. I think Randy's out just now. That's why it's Shinsuke and uh, Bro. Shinsuke and Riddle? Yeah, they've been fighting. They've been teaming. Mm. Or they teamed last week. Mm. Anyways. Well, card subject to change. <laughs> this just sucks <laughs> if you buy tickets to this. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what am I even going to be watching? Card subject <laughs> to be put yeah. together minutes before the show. <laughs> yeah, um, card subject to actually being written. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's your hell in the cell. Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, there we have it, jobbers. We've managed to get through this. It was a lot to get through this week, so thank you for for sticking with us. If you have up to this point, um, there will be some new. I was going to say new faces. There's not any new faces. There's a returning face, hopefully, with us next week. Uh, dingle dangle here comes a bangle so there clear. we are regret it's very so much clear. saying that <laughs> beautiful beautiful little jobber drop that we love that there uh yes we hopefully will have ginger heat back with us next week so thank you for listening we will see you then if we got anything else to say wax mamba or double or jason you be on the lookout for jerry lawler tribute video coming soon i'm more than halfway through oh oh he's more than halfway through <laughs> excellent shout out to bobby rude bringing back the best theme song in wrestling on dark matches only or on main event only, but let's see it. Exactly. It's going to be glorious. Excellent. See you next week. Yes. Bye-bye, Jobberverse.